Mike Florio talked a bunch of crap about Kirk Cousins. Have you heard about this? It's wild. We're going to discuss it here on The Real Forno Show on a special night and time. And we're going to be doing this all throughout the rest of the season and draft season with special episodes like this one. Welcome to a fired up episode of The Real Forno Show. Welcome to The Real Forno Show. Hosted by Tyler Fornis. The managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run In Shooter, host of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Skull. Welcome to a Friday night episode of the Real Forno Show, where we are, are here for one reason and one reason only, and that is to make fun of Dave's beard and bourbon choices. Dave, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's a wonderful day. Hey, you know what? It, it's always good to be able to get a laugh out of you, and you, you got to tell us what you're drinking, because you were telling me some st- cool stuff pre-show about your bourbon before I get on a diatribe and I start yelling and I, I want to have at least a little peace and a little happiness. Um, <laughs> well, I was having peace and happiness. I went on a distillery tour down to Still Austin, which was wonderful. Got to taste test all their products, including probably the best gin I ever had. There, uh, and trust me, I don't think highly of gin. So, uh, just to say it was palatable, and it was was quite an improvement but me being a whiskey guy we tasted all their whiskeys and then i came home with their 90 dollar bottle of single barrel cask bourbon whiskey that is uh it's hard to see because of the reflection of the lights and if i hold her better and of course you can't get focused but anyways that's what the label looks like well it's single barrel select and it's literally one barrel they they take it and Till the barrel sold out, it's done. It is selected specifically by Nancy Pick. Now, people go, who is Nancy Pick? Nancy is known as Nancy the Nose. She is the premier blender in all of North America. And she was selected as the only American to be that over in Europe as well. And she does wines and whiskeys and all sorts of stuff, but still Austin employs her to make sure their whiskeys are on the right track. This is a particular favorite barrel of hers, which have uh, fall notes. And she does it once a quarter where she'll Mm -hmm. pick up and she'll mix to get all the right smells. And it has uh, notes of pumpkin, pecan, cheesecake, baking spices, apple fritters, and brown Butter glaze on the nose. The palate is butterscotch, blonde brownies, apple cider, donuts dunked in hard cider, honey spice cake, and the finish is snickerdoodles in cinnamon, pear tart drizzled with dolce de leche sauce. And it is quite pleasurable. It was David, my- is it your birthday today? Yes, and it was my birthday present. Well, now I feel like an ass because I, I I dragged you to do this show on your birthday. Well, happy birthday, my friend! Thanks. 
Made it to six well, decades. Trust me, that feels like an accomplishment because <laughs> all the things I've done in my lifetime, I didn't think I'd quite make it this far. Well, you're I a Viking made it this far is uh, an absolute treat. And Dave, I want you to check the guest chat real quick and get set up as I kind of set the stage here for what's going to happen here tonight because it's going to be an interesting one. Um, this is a... <laughs> no lime of pale ale for me tonight, buddy. I'm drinking the best. Yeah. Um, look, it, he, here's, here's the situation. And I want to lay it out like this. I'm sending a message really quick. Um, because we have a special guest that is going to come on that was not planned. And th- and this is just one of those things that happens really nice every so often for us because w- we we treat people real nice. And at least we try to. You. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. And all right, let me. All except for the Packer guy on who will be king. Yeah. Okay. So I want to lay it out. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get this uh, guest on here momentarily. I just sent them the link. I I have to lay it out like this. I love Mike Florio, and I have a different type of relationship with Mike Florio than most people. He I can honestly credit him for him and my wife for the reason why I'm here today and why. Mm-hmm. I pursued a job in sports media. Most of you know, four and a half years ago, I almost died. And when he found out that I was in such a bad shape and I had that happen to me, Mike sent me a, a get well package um, in the form of Paul Allen visiting me in my hotel room. And I'm getting a little emotional here because Mike didn't have to do that. He had, he didn't have to do anything for this 29 year old kid who formed a relationship with him based on his mess around PM podcast, uh, which mm-hmm. I became a really big fan of. And he checked up on me, made sure I was good. And then bought my family and I dinner at this really nice steakhouse. Oh, and sweet. I don't really, I don't really talk about it much because you know, he's not that kind of person, but I want to lay it out that I, I genuinely love Mike Florio. He is no matter how he comes across online, a little, crass a little arrogant mm-hmm. he's a genuinely good person and I, I i want people to understand that because i'm gonna rip him to absolute shreds here in about five minutes when i read this i was furious and i thought it was a bunch of crap and i thought it was like i am not a Kirk cousins defender right. i am like if you were to classify me i'm i believe i'm relatively agnostic towards kirk and i try to look at everything as objective as possible all right you ready to with stop that with that being said, we have Judd Zolgad of Score North joining hey. right now. And Judd, it's it's a pleasure to have you on. And I I'm going to absolutely tear this take to sh- to shreds because I think it's a bunch of crap. And I know you have a different view. I would love to hear your perspective on it because you have a different perspective because of one your life experiences and two your access is greater than mine. So you. You have had conversations with Kirk. You've been able to see things in a different light than I have. And I would really appreciate to hear your perspective on what you think of how Florio phrased this piece, which if you, if you don't know, guys, Mike Florio basically criticized Kirk Cousins for him taking Tuesdays off 
when the Vikings are about to go head to head with Patrick Mahomes and taking his family to the Twins game on Tuesday afternoon. That that's what we're talking about here today. Judd, the floor is yours. So this actually came up during the quarterback Netflix series. The fact that Kirk takes mm-hmm. Tuesdays off and um, where I think the Florio thing misses the point and where I think a lot of people tonight are missing the point is it's become this whole, well, he went to the twins game. So he took Tuesday off before the Kansas city game. That's not the point. That's a very small picture thing. This is big picture. The big picture is a lot of quarterbacks don't take Tuesdays off at all. Um, and, and I see the defense being, well, it's his day off. Okay. This is pro sports folks. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is not us. This is not your job. This is not my job. This is not Ted and Andover's job where the poor guy goes to work every bleeping day. And if he gets a day off, he's going to take his day off. He's probably part of a union that get, uh, that gives him days off and he should take those d- days off. When you just sur- surmise it to one Tuesday though, you know what? Kirk Cousins is a hell of a dad. He's a great father. He's a good family man. Looks to me like a good husband. Um, but I find some things interesting here. One is we know for a fact from the quarterback de- documentary, Kirk Cousins is incredibly detailed in a lot of things he does. He is not a lazy person. Like he is mm-hmm. not a guy who takes a ton of time off. Uh, he's got a personal physician who comes to his house now, you know, uh, as, as far as a guy who comes over every day to help him keep his body right. He um, he is incredibly detailed in the fact that he drove around in his car listening to the cadence and the play calls so he could get them right. I find the Tuesday thing as a whole, and again, I'm not going to speak to just one Tuesday in which he went to a baseball game, because to me that's that's just missing this whole thing. I find the Tuesday thing to be very intriguing, and I'll tell you why. For instance, okay, when Brad Johnson was quarterback in 2005, uh, when Culpepper got hurt, and Brad Johnson took over and actually did a very good job. Brad would come in on mm-hmm. Tuesdays with Mike Tice, and he would help. In, he would help with the game plan. So, like the coaches don't take Tuesdays off. Like the the people who matter the most. So, if you are the tight end, you take Tuesdays off. But the people that matter the most, as far as game planning, you guys, they come in on Tuesdays. Kevin O'Connell is there every Tuesday. And he is get, and, and what they're doing is they are looking to install a game plan to then share with the team on Wednesday. A lot of times, like Brad Johnson would be the quarterback. So he wanted to know what was going into that game plan. Um, it's it's the it's the akin to being a chef in the kitchen. Um, if you are a busboy, you don't show up on your day on your day off, assigned day off. If you're the chef, you do show up because it can be important. And so in 2006, when um, Brad Childers got the job. Brad Johnson showed up on the first Tuesday, and he was told, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here to help with the game plan. I'm the quarterback of this team. And he was told, you're not needed. We're fine. And Brad Johnson's like, what are you talking about? I want to help with this. Like, I want to know what we're doing. So when it's installed tomorrow, I know as much as you know. So the fact that Cousins, of all the things that he works his ass off on, decided somewhere along the line that Tuesday was just going to be his day off, Again, big picture, is odd. It is odd because he's such an attention to detail guy. You would think he would want to know everything going in, into it. But if we're just going to boil this down to one baseball game that Kirk took his kids to, 
Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 silly. I, it's fine. He he takes to the fact he takes Tuesdays off is a talker. Um, and the the other thing I'm getting frustrated with, and I'm not sure about you guys though on on pro sports, is this black and white nature of things, or this like it's a job thing. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. There's a mm-hmm. lot of quarterbacks who have been horse bleep fathers. You know why? Because all they care about is trying to win. Now, that might be bad on them, but I find it interesting that we we default to this like, well, my life is like this, and so if Kirk wants to live his life like I live my life, this is pro sports. Pro yeah. sports across the board. Okay, I love sports, and I love pro sports, and I think we all do. It's brutal. It's awful. It's malicious. It is, as I tweeted tonight, pro sports, you name me another job that exists in this world aside from maybe acting where age discrimination is sort of the touchstone for how you decide things. Because that's what sports is. At the end of the day, when you get too old and you play for me, you're gone. And you know what? That's not only legal, it's encouraged. So like for everyone out there who's like, well, my my job in Woodbury, I take Tuesdays off too. This ain't your job. This ain't my job. I'm not putting myself above you. But I think there's a very, and this will be my last point, but I think there's a very real conversation to be had here that goes well beyond the dude taking, the dude going to a Twins game, which again, I think makes him an awesome dad. So I think there's a lot of different things to to talk about here, John. And I want to break them down one by one. With With the taking Tuesdays off, did he explicitly say he does absolutely no work on Tuesdays or he just stays home with his family on Tuesdays? Because that aspect to me can, can break things down in a lot of different ways. Does he do any work at home on Tuesdays? Like uh, he's, he explicitly said when he took his kids to the baseball game, Hey, I'm like, we're going to do it. It's right after their naps. It'll be perfect yeah. timing. Not often yeah. you have a three thirty baseball game in, in the state of Minnesota. So it works out really nicely. For their schedule. Does that mean mm-hmm. he's not on his iPad sitting next to his wife on the couch watching clips or does he do absolutely zero? According Dave, to go the ahead. documentary, it was zero on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is his family day. Period. He answers some fan mail, right, Dave? Yeah, I think, I think he said he it. does some fan mail stuff. Yeah, that's it. He does none of the football work. Now, where okay. I have the heartburn over this is and Judd, Tyler, and I talked right before we went live. Tyler has one view. I have a completely opposite view. Mine mirrors more of what yours does. If you are trying to be the best at what you do, you put in the work. And yes, you donate or you dedicate a whole bunch of time to doing that. You're trying to, even if you're not on the field, you're trying to constantly get better. And it works. When I was in the service, if I wanted to be the best at what I did, I had to work long hours, bring it home, learn more, study stuff to get better and better. And there was no, hey, we get Tuesdays off. If I got Tuesday off, great, fabulous, right? But I could be working every day in a month, and it was no big deal. Military didn't care. You're expected to be there. Football, I think, is much the same way. And much in the same way, it's not good on families. It's not good on marriages. It's hard because those people are away. Now, but like, say, the teaching profession, 
it is your balls to the walls from July through hopefully February, right? And then, yes, do you do stuff in the months after that? Yes, you do some stuff. There's some training camps. You're working out. But during that time in between, you're basically on your own to do what you want. You can spend that quality family time then. You've earned money. You're taking them on vacation to Disney World or wherever it is. You're getting that because you're making up for the time that you spent during the season focusing 100% on your craft to make it better. Now, the Twins game, I could see the Vikings going, hey, guys, we're cutting Tuesday short so everybody can go to the game, right? Because that's a big deal. No problem with that. That's a morale thing. Go ahead, do that. But when it comes to every single week, and even Tuesday morning, he could have been in working on the game plan, learning it. So, like Judd said, he knows every bit when it comes to Wednesday, and he's helping as much install it as the coaches are. That would That's the difference between Mahomes, Brady, and Cousins. Mahomes and Brady lives this stuff. Cousins does not, and we see the results. It is what it is. Now, but he does it right that, or wrong. That's what. But that's what I don't understand is he does live. You know, he lived, Dave. That that's what's weird. That that's what was the word I'm I'm searching for here. The dichotomy of Kirk Cousins that he does live something like you know. I mean, he's got a dude that comes to his house every day. He's obsessed with you know making sure. So like his attention to detail in some ways is incredibly high. Right. So I'm the- confused at. At the I'm confused attempts by him. Charting Sorry. his day for every six-minute block and all that. No, I agree. Yeah. He is meticulous on that. and But he has specifically set out Tuesdays, and it, and it may be because of his wife. His wife said, you've got to do this. Our, our, anybody that's been married knows that wives, every once in a while, put ultimatums out there and say, you will do this or you will do that. Mine did it with me, and she said, pick college football and the rest on all the other sports or NFL, right? And she did that in my marriage. And I said, okay, you got it. I picked the NFL. And that was before it became a 24-7 deal. And I worked right through it to 24-7, and it was wonderful. And she grumbled every single time. But I had to make time for her. I'd go on deployment and be gone for six months. And then I'd have to come back and make time for her. We all had to do that. Being a football player is not, as Norsefius says, regular guy. It's not a regular guy job. It's not only from Bemidji who goes works in the paper mill plant, even if there is one or not. I don't remember if there is or the sugar beet plant, right? It's not the same thing being in this type of business. And like Judd said, He's going to age out. He's got a finite time to make his money, and then he's done. Then he can spend all the family time he wants. And it okay. The question is: Is he robbing himself to be that next level, the Mahomes or Brady level? 
because he's taking those Tuesdays off? Is he robbing the team by not being involved in the game planning? Is he, and, and as a result, robbing us fans of that? What could be? Look, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight up with you guys. I think it's a load of shit. I think it's fine that he takes Tuesdays off. And I get where Judd's coming from. The game plan install, understand. I, I, th- I think that's great. For s- some people need to be involved in the actual element of it. But that also doesn't mean that Kirk's not involved. Like, there's an entire day on Monday. I almost, like, without actually knowing, I can borderline guarantee you, they have plenty of conversations talking about what they want to do. But we also have to remember, these are human beings. Judd, like, I want, like, I understand being a quarterback's not a regular job. Okay. I get that. When I was 21 years old, I opened up two Buffalo Wild Wings. I worked 100 hours a week, four straight weeks. Just absolute nuts behavior. Like, something, like, I was, when you boiled it down, how much I was actually being paid, I was making like $5 an hour because I was salaried. It was just absolutely bonkers. But some people understand who they are. And what they need. Some people need to have a full refresh and recharge day. Not everybody is an absolute sicko like myself and Judd who work like crazy and do all this stuff. Like, uh, ask my wife. Like, she'll she's a pharmacist. She'll work like four days in a row, and then she's like, "Okay, I need a day off." Like, some people are wired that way, and that day off can help them recharge and be much better at their jobs. So, my viewpoint of this is. Kirk Cousins is one of those people where he needs that recharge day and that can help him do other things. And one of the reasons I'll kind of push back here is something like that was written about Kirk when his wife was giving birth. All right. And this, I can't remember where the article's from, but I I've got a, um, a clip of it. Her contractions were coming every 45 minutes. It lasts about 30 seconds outside of that. I was able to focus on football and Julie, his wife was very understanding. She could hear my coaches and teammates talking in the background, but she said it was fine when she needed to grab my hand through contraction. I was there and I had my iPad right next to me looking at cutups in between. Um, Like this is a guy who's putting in the time and he's putting in the effort, but how much effort and how much time is going to be completely different per person. Some people have the understanding and need to take a break, completely step away and recharge mentally. Some people can be an absolute deranged monster. And I mean that in a positive way where all they do is this, all they do, every ounce of their energy is this. But here's the thing. You can have the same result by going both ways. You can have the same result by Kirk taking Tuesdays off and having that mental recharge day, because for some people that matters a lot. I, I didn't work today. This is the first time I'm working all day, which if you ask Judd and Dave is very rare for me. Like I'm always going and I'm always thinking about what to do and how to get it done and doing it. Some people need that refresh day. And I'll be honest, if he was in the building every single Tuesday, there is a good chance based on kind of how he's portrayed himself, how he's presented himself that he could be a worse quarterback for it. And being that he's a veteran and he understands the need to take Tuesdays off. It's it's to me, it's an understanding of what I am and what I need to do to make myself that he's bringing in those specialists. And I think this is one of those things. Now we can say, Hey, 
Could he be doing maybe a little bit more? Sure. But I don't think him taking Tuesdays off as a whole is any form of indoctrination of, hey, he's not going to be great because of this. He's not great because of it. Like To me, it's it's an understanding of who the guy is and how he believes he can best get to being his best self. Because so much with quarterback, as you both know, and everybody in the chat knows, one, thank you guys for so much for joining here tonight. You have to be mentally sharp. You have to be able to read and react quickly. Some people, like when I was working, opening those restaurants, I could run off of four hours of sleep, getting drunk every single night because you go to these bars because, hey, where are you going to find restaurant people? You find them in bars because that's where they go. That, that, that's the nature of the business. Like You find wrestlers at gyms, bodybuilding shows, gymnastics. Like That's where you find those people. And we recruited at bars. So we would go out and we would talk to people and try to get them to come work for us because that's where restaurant people go. So we would do that six days a week. We'd work like 15 hours, go to dinner, go to the bar, get drunk, come home, four or five hours of sleep, wake up and do it again. And, and we were able to keep going and going and going. Some people need to have that rest day. And it, it's, it's a mental thing and it's a normal thing. And to me, like, I don't have an issue with it. Like nobody was sitting here like at, in real time talking about the fact that Patrick Mahomes during the playoffs last year bought part of a soccer team. No, nobody made a single comment about, oh, he's not focusing enough on football. Like, to me, that's not fair. And I think it's a little bit hypocritical in a general sense. And it is not saying that either of you are, but I'm talking as a, as a media society. If we're not going to criticize somebody during the playoffs, not even the regular season, the playoffs for purchasing part of a soccer team. Yeah, but did, he, did he do all the work to purchase that or did his agents do that? Dave, you're still putting mental energy on buying part of a soccer team. Even if you're not the one writing up the contracts and stuff, you still have to direct people. You still have to sign off on this. It's, it's not, I'm handing it over to you and you're taking care of everything. You're still involved. There's details. Like we're talking right now about, uh, and I know Dookie dropped it with you guys on score North the other day, Judd, how there's concerns that Mark Laurie and a rod aren't going to be able to finish the purchase of the Timberwolves. It's not as simple as, Hey, I'm going to McDonald's and giving you 20 bucks. And I want two big Macs, two large fries and two large Cokes. It's not that simple. There are steps to this process. There are things that you have to accomplish. And the fact that he was putting any energy to that, Nobody mentioned a single word, but it's an issue that Kirk takes Tuesdays off and he used that to go to a baseball game. And honestly, I thought it was pretty good PR. He's going and supporting the local team. Like, yeah, to the, me, the, the baseball game thing does not. That's not it. it no, no, no. The, I, I know the, the, the conversation the, is just the Tuesdays off period across the, the, board. This is, the baseball game is a small part of this whole conversation, because th- this is like the spark that ignites the flame because like the dry brush is there. This started the wildfire. And well, the Netflix like, thing, but the Netflix thing to me brought that brought this up. Like this is not new and it's not, it's 
not surprising. And what I would love to know that we're not going to find out is, would O'Connell like him there? If O'Connell says, you know what, I really would, it, it would help me, then he should probably be, be there. If O'Connell's like, hell no, I don't want him there, he, he adds nothing, then it's absolutely fine. And, and it's why he's going to be done here. Um, but, but like this is, again, I think we paint the stuff way too black and white. This is not a hot take. This is a curiosity. Um, and the only thing, my, oh, my only like hot take about this entire thing is those who think like this is a normal job. I, as I told my wife a- after my first year on the Packer Beat, when she said, well, aren't they going to have Thanksgiving and Christmas off? I said, honey, they don't care about holidays. They don't care about what day. When their season starts, a lot of these guys have no have nothing. They see every day as a work day. Um, and then they take their Tuesdays off. And a lot of those guys, like the uh, the linemen and stuff, take the Tuesday off just to try to get well because their bodies hurt so much. But, um, you know, this notion that pro sports is in any way, shape, or form a normal job. And part of the problem, too, is, you know, these aren't normal people. There are a lot of guys that play pro sports. God bless them. They're very talented, you guys. But they're not meant for it. They're not meant for it. Very, we have all seen guys, especially in football, who are very talented at the sport. They hate the sport. They, you can tell they hate it. I'll give you an example of a guy I always contended couldn't stand the sport, but he was just so damn talented that, that he got, got away with it was Bryant McKinney. I never thought Bryant McKinney liked football one bit. Erasmus James hated the sport so much that he failed miserably, I thought. So, like, this is the thing about this is, like, we try and talk about these people like they're normal. Well, they're humans. Tyler, they're real, a lot of them really aren't normal. And that's what makes them so great. But it's also what makes their, their life so different. And, again, the one thing I will give Kirk is he's a great dad. I would challenge you to name the amount of, you know, great dads who are QPs because my guess is a lot of them aren't. But they're just dedicated to trying to win. Um, there's a lot of people that would play pro sports if it was for the normal mind, because there's a lot of very talented athletes who check out early because it is a hell of a life. And I'm not saying it's a hell of a fun life. We see the fun, right? Like we see the fun. We see guys out and drinking it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that looks great. It's not. And, and I mean, Kirk Cousins deserves credit too here. Like Kirk Cousins has overcome a lot of things, but you know, it's not black and white. It's very nuanced, which is why I don't think that this is all like a hot hot take. I think this is actually a really interesting discussion. Really interesting. So I I understand where you're coming from with the normal human. And I'll, I'll say this, their bodies aren't normal. They're obviously in a whole nother tier because they're, they're able to play a professional sport at any kind of level. Like one of the, right. one of my favorite analogies is you, people will talk crap about like the last guy in the bench uh, on an NBA team. That dude shows yep. up at the Y he's kicking your ass in one-on-one yes. 21 to nothing. Like, I don't think people understand how talented some of these players are, even though they don't mm-hmm. necessarily show it on the highest stage. They come to your house, you're done. And <laughs> But, but at, at the end of the day, they are still humans. They are still people. And if Kirk ha- feels the need where he has to take Tuesdays off 
for his own mental sanity and that will help him moving forward. And that's why I use the analogy of like what my wife does and what, what like you and I do. Some people need mental recharge so they can be more focused and they can be more detailed. He might just be one of those guys and he might put in so much work on Monday that he can take Tuesday off. Like, I think there's too much missing context here for us to be able to, you know, I probably shouldn't be defending him this much, but I just think it's, it's unfair. And if we were talking about any other quarterback, this wouldn't have even been a discussion. If we were talking about like name a quarterback who took, and let's say they took Tuesdays off. I don't think this piece gets written. I think this is about Kirk Cousins and this is about not liking the player and not liking uh, what he is and how, you know what? It could be rooted in like, hypothetically, this could be rooted in jealousy because he is the king of contracts. There is nobody in the history of sports outside of maybe Bobby Bonilla who has better, had better luck with contracts and better success with them. Than Kirk Cousins in his career. He has maximized his value for being a 102nd overall pick. And mm-hmm. if he if he needs to take Tuesdays off and he's still playing at a high level, uh, obviously it ain't perfect, but it's also quarterback. That he is a top eight to fifteen at person at this specific job in the entire world. If he did if if he all of a sudden started working Tuesdays, is he gonna be a top five guy? No. Like and to me, I think that's where this discussion kind of gets lost a little bit because he may just, he takes Tuesdays off and he's still playing great. Michael Vick didn't watch any film until after the dog fighting stuff. And he, he is still, in my opinion, the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. Now he didn't maximize that talent and he is not a top 10 quarterback of all time, not even top 20 or 30. But the raw talent he exuded and Kyler Murray's kind of dealing with some of this, too, because we talk about the call of duty stuff. Some people are just wired so well athletically. They can walk on a field with no practice, no film, no nothing and go out there and kick your ass. Randy Moss, I'm not warming up. Oh, you're not warming up, Brian? No, I'm ready to go. Like he never warmed up before games and he went out there and owned everybody. So I think this Tuesday conversation is rooted in. I don't like Kirk cousins versus rooted in all actuality. And to me, that's what that was, makes me upset the most. Cause you guys know I am not a Kirk cousins apologist. I am not a Kirk cousins defender. I consider myself very agnostic and let the data tell me what to think. That is the film, the stats, the advanced metrics, all of that. I think this is rooted in, I don't like the guy. And to me, that makes me more upset than anything. Is well, Florida's beast. Yeah. Is it that? Not that he doesn't like the guy, but that down deep, Florio's a Vikings fan, and he right. is frustrated as the rest of us. And he's focusing blame on something that you can see, which is that Kirk Cousins takes Tuesdays off. I think going to the Twins game thing was is a bad starting point. I I, I think if you were because it struck me during the Netflix documentary, like when he said I take Tuesdays off completely, I'm like, whoa, that's really in- intriguing. And I talked to people at the time who said the exact same thing. I think picking on him for going to the Twins game makes it way too because it's like it's one thing. It's again, it's one thing. He went to a baseball game. You know what? If he takes Tuesdays off, I'd prefer he go to a damn baseball game that sits there and writes to 
you, you know, Ted in Florida who, who s- sends him a football card. So I have no problem. I don't have a problem with the Twins game. Um, I would like to know. I, I, I think it's very fair to say this. Would Kevin O'Connell like him there? And if, and if he sat down with KOC and they game plan together, would that help? I, and I think that's a legit question. I don't know the answer. I know a lot of quarterbacks do go in on Tuesdays. I know a lot of co- quarterbacks go in late at, at night. I know a lot of QBs don't really probably value their families nearly much, much as Kirk. I, I mean, this is, if anything, this is not a referendum on Kirk the human, because I think it shows that Kirk the person is probably a really decent guy. Unfortunately, when you're trying to win in pro sports, being a decent guy is not the most important thing. And that's what, you know, that's that's the whole thing about this entire discussion. We aren't dealing with a normal job. We, you know, we're not dealing with, I mean, Kirk Cousins is probably a really good guy. Uh, I think he treats his wife and kids great, it looks like. It looks like their family is, like, super happy. All of that is great. But when you make as much as Kirk, the question is going com- to come down to this. Are you doing everything you possibly can every Sunday to reach into the chest of your opponent and rip their heart out to win? It's that, you know, I, it, it's unfortunate. It's not a fair thing, but it's how pro sports work. And I think that becomes the question. But Tyler, I'm with you. And I, I think we all agree just the Twins game thing. It, that's, a, you know, for Florio to go off on the Twins game, I'm sorry. I think there's a deeper discussion to be had about the entire subject. And again, I don't think it's worth like uh, ripping him. There are things Kirk deserves to be ripped for. This is not one. This is more of a question from from my end. But I think the starting point being a baseball game is really just a bad starting point. So like I, I, said, I agree with you on this. I think this is just the spark that lit the flame. I don't think this is this is the heart of what the actual discussion is. And uh, one of one of my one of my big things here is we talk about oh is he not doing enough. Maybe he is, and that's what Tuesdays are for. And that's why I think there's too much context left out of it for us to be making these widespread uh, criticisms without truly understanding all the intricacies. Judd, you know more than I do. And I, like you kind of laid out the Brad Johnson stuff, and I think that makes complete sense. But just because he's not in the building on Tuesdays, that doesn't mean he doesn't already have Discuss, had discussions with O'Connell, had given him, hey, this is what I really like going into here, X, Y, and Z. Like, we don't know some of that stuff, or if we don't know it, we're not having those conversations because I don't, I don't want to speak for you, Judd. But it's one of those little nuances that if we don't have all the information, we can't actually be saying that we know for certain. And I know. Like Tuesdays, I know uh, Belichick and Brady would spend a little time in the mornings. They would watch film together and then they would talk about some stuff and they would rip each other to shreds. And that's kind of how they continue to grow and get better. But that doesn't mean that like they don't show up at five in the morning on Wednesdays and do the same thing before they fully get the the whole game plan. It's all like I I think there's just so many things that we don't know that it's just. It's hard for us to judge. Maybe that meant mental health day is what's so important for him to be as successful as he is. And I, I just hate this. I criticize him for being a poor decision maker in the pocket, throwing a, like taking five steps on a two step and, and a, like fire flat route to KJ Osborne. And that turns into a pick six, but taking Tuesdays off. 
nah, I, I think this is like baseball game aside. I think it's a bunch of shit. Judd, can you do me a favor in the off season when friend of the show, um, coach O'Connell comes on with you guys, you and Phil on purple daily. Can you ask him that question that you have in mind? Specifically, we will know at that point in time whether Kirk is extended or he's off to play sure. for whomever. Please ask him that. Did you actually want Kirk Cousins in on Tuesday to help with game planning? Yeah, and, oh, I, hey, and I think that's the question. The like that's that. the you fair can thing. Ask him next time you're in the building. Well, I'd like to know. I, I actually think that there's a story here um, where it would be interesting to poll probably more retired and recently retired QBs about this to see, you know, cause I I'm curious about the process too. Like, again, I, I don't, you know, I just don't see this as a hot take topic. I see this as an interesting topic. Um, there's a lot of things again, to be hot takey about, and God knows I love those things, but I just think that this is an interesting question of, you know, how many, you know, did rich Gannon go in? Were, were there coaches that, you know, encouraged it? Were there coaches that discouraged it? Like I told you with Brad Johnson. Um, the backups brought in. You know, my mm-hmm. guess is my my guess is if Kirk Cousins had showed up in the building on Tuesdays, and not that this guy had a lot to, to do with the offensive game plan because he probably had nothing, but if Kirk, if Kirk had showed up on Tuesdays and Zimmer were coach, my guess is he'd be like, why, why are you even here? I don't even like you. Um, <laughs> O'Connell... O'Connell might, you know, might welcome his presence. I don't know. Again, I just, I think just to be very, very clear, I think this is a very interesting discussion. Um, And unfortunately, I think Florio set people off by like focusing on one thing in family time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sort of with you guys. I just, that to me, that to me loses the relevancy of the conversation i was far more intrigued to find out in the netflix documentary that he just has a rule i don't work on tuesdays than i was to see that he had fun at a twins game you know like i i just yeah um but it's it's interesting it's not worth like fretting about or getting pissed off about the pick six to your point is not killing the clock is a much bigger deal, which is another topic people got really confused by because they're all like, well, Hawkinson should have caught the pass. Said, that's not that's not the topic. The topic is should he have – He everyone complained about the noise. I could have gone down to the field and quieted the crowd myself by clocking the ball. You know, those are things to get ticked off about. But it's My, interesting, boys, and I appreciate, uh, I, I appreciate the time because it's always fun to talk to you guys. Well, Absolutely, Judd. talk to you. Yeah, great talking to you. I'll I will see you next week on Purple Access, and we'll find a time for me to get you all those new bobbleheads for your collection. You're awesome, dude. Tyler, Dave, Tyler sent me a note today. Got me a bu- I love it. Phil Hughes, a bunch of the Twins Hall Hall of Famers. My bobblehead con- connection, Tyler. I appreciate it. In fact, there goes Wally the Beer Man. Oh, <laughs> what a great bobblehead that is! I love I love bit. Wally the Beer Man. Certainly that, that's to make right. a bobblehead for you. That's awesome. Judd, yeah. much appreciate Boys, it. thank you so much. I appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy We'll talk to you later. Thanks, All right. Judd. Sounds good. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was the one and only Judd Zolgad on to discuss this topic. Dave, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit, but I I want to hear a little more from you about this because you, you got in early 
And then it was mostly me and Judd towards the end of that. Like, how are you feeling about this? Because, like, to me, I don't care. You can take Tuesdays off, and I don't care. I know when a quarterback well, came out, my wife was like, he shouldn't take Tuesdays off. He sucks. Like, he needs to be working <laughs> on Tuesdays. Um, so, like, to me, it's like, look, you can go and go and go and go and go and go and go, but there is a wear-out point. Oh, uh, and, trust me. There's a burnout point. Trust me. When you work three months straight, Without a break, you get to the point where I need time off. And mm-hmm. and I've been there. I know that. And I'm not saying he doesn't get time off. I'm just wondering if there would be benefit for him to come in and work on the game plan on Tuesday to help with it. Judd was talking about, you know, quarterbacks in the past used to do that. I remember quarterbacks that used to call their own plays. Right. And part of that was they would probably be in on Tuesday and they knew the game plan enough and were trusted enough that if things went awry, they could call their own plays because they knew the game plan. They didn't need Mm -hmm. to get it from the sideline. Uh, Steve Grogan was one. Terry Bryant, Bradshaw was one. Even uh, uh, Fran Tarkin did did sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, but that was way back in the, you know, Stone Age. So today, I want to know if. And, and Judd's opinion is a good one, or question is a good one. Does Kevin O'Connell want him there? Do Did Zimmer want him there? I doubt that. Zimmer would say, get out of the parking lot, and I want to see you. Because Zimmer didn't like him. They didn't get along. I mean, just studying film in the last year together was a forced deal. And that was one of Zimmer's faults. Thank you so much, Norsevius. I appreciate it. But like I said, going to the Twins game, I would have sent the whole team as a morale thing, support the local teams, and then send them to the Wolves and send them to the Wild, without a doubt, you know, take time. If those guys are in the playoffs, by all means, hey, we support you. It's one Minnesota. Yeah, right? I would do that without nothing. And I'm sure, and I think I heard today that they could have, all he would have had to done is ask, and he would have gotten a suite, right? The Twins would have accommodated him. But he just wanted to be a regular Joe, so he goes on his phone and his app, and he, hey, there's some tickets. There's four of them for us. Good. Let's buy them. Boom. And that's what he did, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. But I like the whole idea of the team supporting each other within the one Minnesota deal. And I thought, and if you include the whole team as part of a morale deal, I mean, they take off different days during, like, training camp. Let's go do a barbecue. Let's go play putt-putt or whatever it is. Right, those are great things, but it's the regular stuff during the season. You're going, you know, from July to hopefully February, and you want every Tuesday off. Now, I think most players need a day off, but how hard would it be to come in for a couple hours to work on game planning? I don't think there's much. And Aaron talked about uh, telework, right? That old folks don't like telework or want people in from telework. I have no problem with telework. Do it from the house. You can do it like we do, where we hook up a a Zoom meeting or however you want to do it. Do it over Ecamm if you want to do it over Ecamm. Mm -hmm. And you can set it up and say, all right, we're going to do two hours of this and we're going to go over this. And you start throwing up slides and show plays and I want to do this. And how do I beat this? Kirk, how would, and me as a coach, I would find it valuable here, here's the situation. This is what I'm seeing on this film. 
from Kansas City. They like to r- motion Travis Kelsey over here. And when they motion Travis Kelsey over here, it usually means one of two things. How do you want to attack that? Mm-hmm. If you see now, this is defensive side, but how would you want to attack that? How can I incorporate that into my offense? Can we do that? Can we take uh, TJ Hawkinson and put him in motion and then have him do one of these two things and uh, JJ go this way and Addison go that way? How would you want them to go? How would you want him to read? And they have that discussion together and they iron out that, the, uh, you know, in this situation, I see this different defense. I want to check my mm-hmm. call and go to this play because I know it's going to work. We designed it together. Let's do it. I wonder if. For me, if missing that, that little bit, and it could only be a couple hours, he doesn't have to leave the house. Hell, if the dog, you know, poops on the carpeting, say, hey, time out, I need to go clean that up, right? If that little bit would take him from us going 13 and four and bounced out in the first round to us winning the division and going to the championship game, that is my question. Because I know I worked long hours. I deployed. I was away from home. I was not a good dad bringing up like that because I couldn't because that was the job. When you're in the military, family comes third. As Norsefia said, God, country, family. That's drought. And it just is, right? I'd spend months on the alert pad, right? And you didn't get time off until all the crews swapped out. And then... You got some days off, and then it was back to work on the flight line until the next week when you flipped and went back up to the lower pad again. It was, it's, it's the life you choose. If you want to be a nine to five banker and you want those hours, be a nine to five banker. If you want to be a pro football player, dedicate, and you've dedicated most of your life already to being a pro football player. And believe me, it's a dedication, and it wears, and most of it isn't fun. You're getting out there, and you're grinding day after day. But with all that, why wouldn't you go just that little bit extra is my question. And to me, that's what it seems like it is, that you're going, hey, it's good enough. I don't need to be there. Now, like I said, he's married. We are Everybody that's been married knows happy wife. Happy life that does work. So maybe he's keeping his wife happy because he values his marriage as much. And I can't fault him for that. But it's it it bugs me. And not the twins game, but just the Tuesdays off bugs me. You would want to constantly improve, like I told you the story before, about constantly improve your position. And if that mm-hmm. means taking that two extra hours and then rearranging something during the week, fine. Say, hey, coach, I'll come in on Tuesdays. We can work on this for a couple hours. We can do it over the phone or over a teleconference, whatever. Great. But can you give me two hours on Friday? Right? And I'll bet they can make it up that way. But, yes, Aaron and Brady ended up in divorce. And if you talk to most military people, they do too. And it's just part of the job. And it sucks. Trust me, it sucks. There's a lot of anguish that goes through it. But if you're wanting to be the best, 
there is some sacrifice that goes into that. Mm-hmm. The question is, is his level of that or his choices in the level of that the right ones to make the Vikings be 100% successful or have they cheated the Vikings in just that little bit? That little bit difference between first round bounced out and NFC Championship or Super Bowl. That's the question. I know he's probably a great dad, great husband. I'm all for that. Go for it. By all means, be it. I wasn't. And most men fail. We wish we were better, but it's it's an interesting debate. It's I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Salary be damned. Everybody has stress, no matter what job they do. Uh, mm-hmm. Period. Stress is there. Even if you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, you still have stress. You're married. You still have stress. Trust me. You have kids. You have stress. There's stress. Stress is all yeah. around us. It's how we deal with it. Um, Mm -hmm. and what we put on ourselves and how we deal with whatever's put upon us that are key. And the question is, could he have been? This is a should have, could have. I don't know. I understand. The whole thing that started this was, like you said, it was the spark that lit the flame. It, The Twins game and was what set Mike off. To me, is Mike just, is that that point where he just, he wants the Super Bowl as much as we do. And mm-hmm. I, and it could have been that, you know, last camel's, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back and he just went off. And I can't fault Mike for that. He's a fan too, on top yeah. of what he does. And he's been disappointed like the rest of us. But... Uh- I'll, I'll lay it like this because I think there's merit to both arguments and then we should wrap it up because we've been going almost an hour on. Uh, <laughs> and I appreciate everybody that's tonight. joined us. It was a great crowd. Uh, it was a great Judd. crowd and a great show and a awesome guest appearance from Judd out of nowhere. D- didn't even me- message him to invite him on the show. He's just like, hey, can I join? Absolutely. But I'll, I'll say this as we wrap it up. Um we don't have enough context to know for sure either way. And that's why so much of what I said was about like leaving a lot of gray area because we just don't know. There's just, there's too many intricate pieces with this discussion that we, we can't possibly know whether he's actually doing everything we can, he can, or if he needs to be there Tuesdays, there's just too much gray area, but I can guarantee you this with this piece having come out. I really hope that the beat asked that question to uh, Kevin O'Connell and tries to get some answers uh, on some of that. Why? And if there's even, if there's communication between the two and like during the day on Tuesday, but he doesn't work, that's a whole different story. And then we're having a completely different discussion. That's why so much of this, we have to have gray area because we don't have all the facts. And that is the big thing here. And I want to say thank you to everybody who joined us here tonight. If you loved what you saw, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell for those notifications so you know when we have these random videos that we're going to go live. We will continue to try to post in the community tab that we are going to go live on spurts and in different times, but you are still going to be able to see us guaranteed Monday nights 
at six, Wednesday nights at six, Saturday afternoons at four, and at the two minute warning of every single Minnesota Vikings game, you will always be able to see us. And I want to say one last thing before we go big congratulations to Mary for kicking ass and getting home. Our girl is back, and we are very, very happy. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your your time watching the Vikings take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And don't forget, we do have subscriptions on the YouTube channel. Go check them out, including the ability to come discuss football with myself and producer Dave. From Dave, from Judd. What do we got tomorrow? Two old bloggers. I already talked about two old bloggers. Ah, missed it. Yeah, of course you missed it. I missed it earlier. You miss me talking about it now. Like th- this is this is camaraderie building. All right. From Dave, from Judd, from Forno, Skull Vikings, everyone. Skull Vikings. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community that we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.